We at the Northern Dreamers are proud to announce we've teamed with MoBros. Yes, they have helped over 500,000 bearded brothers around the world in their quest for the best looking facial hair. They have sourced all the best natural ingredients that care for your skin. Head over to mobros.co.uk now and check out their latest products from oils, shampoos, waxes, brushes, and even styling tools. And also remember to check out their new exclusive black label edition. We have used some products uh, being Bearded Bros ourselves and can say we love it and look forward to working with the team in the future. Now remember to keep it here for Northern Dreamers for exclusive promotions and discounts coming soon. Welcome to the Northern Dreamers podcast. I am your host. I am Glenn. And on this week's episode, I've got the whole team for the first time ever when we've made Northern Dreamers. We were never all together. So I'm going to start off with Adam. Adam, how's it going? It's all good. I've had my pudding, my Pepsi Max. It's, uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do this shit. What was the pudding of the week? It was... Spotted Dick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but then, after that, it was Dick. Bliss Carter Cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> Swiftly moving on. <laughs> I've got little Dave with me today as well. Dave, how's how's you? How are you? I'm good, man. How's everyone? I, I'm fine. I can't speak for everybody, but I know I'm okay. Uh, also, on today's episode, I have Big Dave. Big Dave, how's it going? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> love it, Dave. Love it. Absolutely. I want to know it. what's behind the curtain. Who needs an I love it if you opened it and it was just another Dave outside the window peering in. Like little Dave's been out there the whole time. To find out what we're all laughing at, folks, tune into a video. I'm going to put this little intro on there. I'm going to have to. And I've also got Omer with us this week. Omer, how are you? Good. Good. I'm alive. I'm still not white. That's, that's, that's yeah. We've also got Callum with us on the show today. How's it going, Callum? I am dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> the bit of blue balls. That's inside and out. <laughs> so there's a, a few things before we get into it. I just need to sort of, as we are aware, now that we're getting a bit further out there, I need to remind everyone who is listening, we are lifelong friends. We can say sort of stupid shit to each other that other people may find offensive. If you do find anything that we say to each other offensive... Maybe Northern Dreamers is not the, not the podcast for you. Uh, also, just on today's episode and all episodes going forward, Stephen is no longer with us. Not that he's dead. We've not killed him. He's just no longer part of the Northern Dreamers team and will hopefully appear on some episodes in the future if we record before 9pm. Do you think that's ever going to happen, guys? No. <laughs> what a Stephen is. not. <laughs> So on, on that note, then, let's start with today's episode. I want to talk because we have, as you know, we've mentioned it quite a lot on the show. And at the point of recording, we are still currently in lockdown. Now, probably by the end of this coming out, we're coming towards the end of lockdown and we will eventually be coming out of it. 
But not just with lockdown in mind, I want to talk about hobbies, your health, your mental health, that sort of thing as well. As we are fully aware that the whole reason this show was designed was to do with mental health and help us chat to each other, get together when we really didn't have a lot of time together to spend. Um, I mean, how how is everybody? That's the thing. Nobody asks you, mates. How are you all doing? How how's life? How's how's it going, guys? <laughs> yeah. Greg, <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks for that. Thanks for that. Yeah. On the table, man. You can't just pass it all at once. <laughs> okay. okay. We'll all answer at once and see how that sounds. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> Let me rephrase the question then. Big Dave, what have you been doing during lockdown and everything in regards to your health, your mental health? What sort of hobbies have you picked up throughout lockdown? Has anything changed in your life while we've been uh, stuck in this situation? Well, I can't Apart from shaving your head. I'm about to have to buy. Apart from shaving everything, yeah. How have you been dealing with your own health? Now, basically, before we went into lockdown, before I moved, me and you were going to the gym. I know it doesn't look like it on me. Uh, <laughs> you were saying uh, last week that you've um, started to do some home exercising. How's that worked out for you? <clears throat> Pretty good, actually. I mean, six packs on the way, you know. I was chiseled by the gods, so you know. <laughs> six pack, six, six pack order from Uber Eats. I mean, the, the <laughs> no, seriously, I've got, I, I don't know. I've just bought like weights and you know an exercise bike and things like that. So, like you say, I can't go to the gym at the minute, so it is it is helping. I mean, like staying fit and stuff like that. And like, sounds sad, but I'm doing walks as well. I mean, <laughs> that's though, is it? you know that's. That's the way of our way of dealing with everything that's going on. Now, in regards to you doing a bit of um, more in regards to fitness, has that helped you mentally as well? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's, just, you... it's, just, it's just getting you out of the house. I mean, like you said, we're all stuck in the house at the minute. It's a frigging nightmare. I mean, you go crazy if you're staring at four walls. <laughs> yeah. Staring at the same people in, uh, every weekend, the same six months. <laughs> you know, and I, I, again, same same question to Adam. Adam, what have you been doing? You know, to sort of my health has gone the opposite way. I have put on like <laughs> two stones since lockdown started. I have gone, I've gone from I used to work in town. I literally changed jobs. I started my job on the day we went into lockdown. So I I, I used to work in town. I used to walk to my job, and I used to play football twice a week plus go gym and I've gone from that to being sat on my ass for fucking 20 <laughs> hours a day eating non-stop <clears throat> having takeaway like five days a week like it is just it is not good my partner exercises every single day and she'll I walk down and she'll be like an hour into a workout exhausted and I'll just be sat there with like a fucking pizza like <laughs> Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just getting this out there now. Adam is now my hero. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's his best like, life. One, one of those people where I'm like eating a pizza, like getting fat. Like you're not doing that right. Like, doing that wrong. Um, but no, I don't. To be honest, um, I've been working nonstop for the whole time, so I haven't had um, a lot of people went on furlough and didn't work. I have literally not had a single day off since since i started uh, since lockdown happened um so that that for me keeps me busy and that's fine with me i've 
the walking situation. I tried it once. I didn't like it. I, uh, I'm quite happy. Well, I can. Good. It's got nowhere to go. It's got nowhere to walk to. She just doesn't care. I um, I can quite happily just it's sit all day. Pretty much. Five <laughs> I've played this game. The graphics are shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, for example, there's a Morrison's. Like, I'm not joking. You could probably throw a stone at it, and I drive over to it. <laughs> like, it's the thought of walking there. Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> killed, man. Uh, going off that, Callum, how, how, what have you been up to? You been up to much uh, health-wise, mental health? Any uh, any new hobbies picked up? Well, I, I wouldn't so much say I've picked up new hobbies. It's rather I'm cra- I'm just been cracking on with, as it with my uh, my main pre-existing one, and I would like to say that I've actually managed to you know, like not knock a decent chunk out of out of my pile of shame. But the fact of the matter is, no, it seems to be. I'm sorry, it's, just cracking it out, knocking out my pile of shame. Cracking one out of my pile of shame, is that what he said? Callum's new hobby, cracking one out of the pile of shame. Come on, that's the name of the episode. You know, we said that we broke the record last time we recorded the name of the episode. We've been on a few minutes and we've already named the episode, cracking one out of your pile of shame. Well, how do you start mentally stable? Just crack one out to that pile of shame. Like, do that at least three times a week and I'm good. Only three times a week. <laughs> three times a day. <laughs> what the fuck yeah. that was? Jesus <laughs> You know, they say the gyms are shot and shit, but I've still got major calluses. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Is there anything else you've been up to? Bearing in mind, besides your pile of shame. Let's get you a PG, but we, we, we're way past that now. I don't think we have a PG. Well, you know, you know. I've PG tips, but that's about as far as the PG goes. I don't have a system for us yet. Remember, kids, if you're listening to this, you're going to be over the age of 18. <laughs> Not the podcast for the younger generation. <laughs> uh, we're going to swiftly move on from that point. Um, oh, there, what have you been up to? Please don't tell me you're cracking one out to your pile of shame as well. It's your plan for later. <laughs> no, no, uh, this is why the camera only goes to my shoulders. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah. You, have, you have a machine under the table that just does it for you. Like, it's constantly going. <laughs> It's called dog button control. <laughs> Bit of peanut butter and away you go. <laughs> go on, Rover. <laughs> so sick. Oh okay, yes, <laughs> that's, that's why Glenn bought a dog. <laughs> Keep I'm not even comment. I'm not even making a comment. Let's try swiftly move on, Omer. <laughs> what, have you, what have you been doing? Please don't say the dog. <laughs> the bitch. No. Uh, <laughs> no, my lockdown story isn't the same. I think me, Dave are the ones on the me, Dave and Adam are on the side of we never stopped working. Yeah. So it wasn't really a change except I don't have to walk twenty minutes to get to work every day. <laughs> so I've actually gotten lazier as well. 
It's like, I now have a set day in the week where nobody cooks. No one's allowed to cook. We order. (laughs) Is that every day? (laughs) I try to make it every day. The others don't agree with me. (laughs) And like, the only thing lockdown changed for me is it give me a chance to go into my hobby of drinking. (laughs) As we all enjoy on the show. (laughs) Obviously, little Dave's not drinking today. Adam's on his Pepsi and Callum's cup was stolen by two girls. So uh, Adam's still lying to us to what's in the Pepsi. You know this, right? Yeah. He says it's just Pepsi. I do drink Pepsi Max on a showly basis, but uh, <laughs> then it is a different story, you know? Yeah, it's, uh, it's just that Pepsi Max, man. Just gets you by the get, boobies. Gets, gets my, uh, yeah. Pile of shame. Gets my boobies <laughs> 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 <Adam's> pile of shame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pepsi Max is full of uh, jam everywhere. The jam's tuned into last week's episode. <laughs> You know why the jam's in the Pepsi bottles because of what's in the jam jars. <laughs> Pepsi cherry my ass. <laughs> I think the jam's got off. <laughs> what's that little floaty bit at the side? Why is it brown? Jam jar thing may become a running joke. <laughs> but little Dave, um, again, same for you. How, what have you been doing in regards to your own health, your own mental health, and any new hobbies or anything taken up? Uh, mostly my music stuff of the hobby side when I'm not in work. But I've, I've been, it's again, the opposite, like Olmer was saying. I've been working shitloads more than what I usually would. Yeah. So uh, I usually used to, well, before the pandemic, I was only doing 36 hours a week. Since the pandemic, I've been doing like 60, 70 hours a week. So, could have, other than, you know, being We don't need a pay rise, though, because we clap for you, don't we? So. Yeah! Fuck it! Jump jars. Yeah, my, my son drew you a rainbow in the window, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd get your cunt. Just let him know that that rainbow is not going to do fuck off, and I'm only joking. <laughs> Oh, no, that rainbow shit. Your rainbow shit. shit <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I mean, like health wise, yeah, I mean, I've even got Fitbit now, like going all out. <laughs> going all out, man. Don't know why I, I thought my- you were the Fitbit. <laughs> <laughs> steady on, Omer, steady on. We're not recording, please. Let's keep it PC. <laughs> Slightly. No, but. Um, <laughs> Is that what the Fitbit's for? <laughs> just, uh, just to measure how often he goes back and forth. Well, that do not make sense really, does it? Because if anything, there'd be zero on it if I'm with her. to and from her house. Says here, I've done three thrusts. That's my limit. And the jam car is full. Call me the two-thrust king, mate. That's why I'm called One Punch Man for a reason. All jokes aside, um, yeah, like the music, I think like doing this um, and then getting back down on back on the music stuff because obviously when the pandemic happened, like my band, we all had to fucking start. I've not seen my bandmates since last August when we did like a enclosed live stream uh, charity gig. And yeah. even then it was like three of us, like literally two metres aside each, so it was like six metres between me and the both of them. 
um, which and then that got filmed. Only four people was allowed to film it. Excuse me, sorry. It was the weirdest. Watch it then. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, but yeah, it was the weirdest gig I've ever played. I suppose it's been uh, it's been difficult for everybody, no matter whether you're working or not. Like you say, so Adam, you don't really travel to work anymore because you're working from home. I still go in the office occasionally, um, which is good. It's a nice break, like you guys were saying, just being able to get out of the house. Um, yeah. So like, I like I started listening to podcasts. I like because it's about a forty minute drive each way. So it's good to just have that podcast on and just listen to something in the car now. Uh, uh, rather than having Chris yeah. Miles shout at me yeah. for 40 <laughs> minutes. On Remember, you can listen to us on your drive to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so myself, um, basically, again, I was pretty much like most of you, was out of work for quite a bit. Um, so uh, Big Dave, you, I mean, when we first started the first lockdown, me and you were chatting quite a lot. And same with Callum, we were, we were playing a lot of Final Fantasy uh, online together and obviously every now and then I'll say that that's, that's, a, that's a load of bollocks you two you two held out for two weeks there's me six months late still, still cracking on with it thinking what the fuck are these two for <laughs> Final Fantasy 7 hit remake came out I mean <laughs> I was playing the remake at the same time as you Final Fantasy 14 you lazy I spent, bastard. Spent a lot of time <laughs> on the remake. So yeah, obviously one of the hobbies that I took up more was uh fellows. <laughs> I picked the a fellowship of furlough. Sorry. <laughs> the fellowship. <laughs> the fellowship. Ah, furlough. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is actually <laughs> split. Some of us who never got the joy of it. <laughs> who did. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing the second one's the two girls, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then the third one must be Return of the Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Someone shared in my cup. <laughs> in regards to the into lockdown now i'm not sure about everybody else but my i would say that my mental health did take quite a bit of a hit because i was at the time living alone during the first lockdown now dave i know you were living a lot little dave sorry you were living alone but obviously you <laughs> still are yeah, you still are but you also had that able to go to work and speak to your work colleagues yeah, i mean it's it's, a, it's, not, it's not exactly the same as being able to come home at the end of the day unwind and sit and have somebody to talk to. Whereas I'm guessing for the rest of you, you all had that sort of someone to talk to in regards to the whole lockdown because you were sharing that experience with the same person in your household, whether it be a significant other, parent, family, anything like that. I mean, did you see any effect it had on anybody else in your household at all you're talking about i'm the only one with a job in my household the other two <laughs> the other two enough in my house i'm not the immigrant <laughs> <laughs> i think it's actually okay if he says it <laughs> <laughs> we have rights <laughs> Let's keep our mouth shut. Let me see your race card. <laughs> Remember, if you find anything offensive on the Northern Dreamers podcast, report all complaints to Omer. He's our complaints handler. <laughs> Big Dave can't ask for the race card, though. His is a higher color than mine. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, I'm a higher gradient. <laughs> Two looks color chart just held up to your face. My my screen that was basically put uh, B 
Big Dave and Omar next to each other. It's sort of like putting them separately in their own corner. <laughs> Just sort of like, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you see there. <laughs> I, like, I like to say, like, if you had like me and me and Omar at like one side and then had Glenn in between us, we'd be like a fat Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so we've got the racist. Hey, you put Choji in the middle, and you got a double stuffed. <laughs> no, at the same time, right, everyone likes Oreos. We could take the piss out of ourselves. It's perfectly fine. He's like, you know, yeah. it's, it's a joke that we can have as a group, and I suppose with a lot of people who are maybe overweight, underweight, anything like that, you know, it is a big health issue. Whereas us, you know, we know we've got that issue, but we're happy. Our friends, we can do it together and have a laugh, have a joke. Um, I'm not going to lie. I've lost half a stone, so I'm happy. <laughs> I, think <laughs> yeah. I've, I think I've took your half stone and ate That's it. Right. And... You can take <laughs> my half stone. I'm happy. <laughs> I, uh, to be fair, for my, not that it's um, an excuse because I do eat a lot and I am, I am very lazy and very unfit. Um, and I acknowledge that, but I also have a, an underactive thyroid, which contributes quite heavily yeah. to my ability to lose weight. Um, now, of course, I would lose weight if I actually got Did off something. my ass every now and again. Actually, like maybe didn't eat an extra brownie for with my tea. Like, uh, but uh, I bet my excuse is brownie like on the end of a stick with a rope in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> just so just so it's like like just out of reach yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know why i was caught what my point was circle back i forgot it, it's fine don't believe in exercise <laughs> you're like three brownie before you brownie oh yeah <laughs> Like I say, it's all, it's all in the same principle as pre-drinks. Before you got a drink in, you're like, you know, you have pre brownie. What, what? Pre brownie's done. Yeah. Yeah. Just three before you pay meal. <laughs> I had to. I've got to go to dentist. I've got to go to the dentist on Monday, and I had to fill in this questionnaire. And one of them was, um, "Do you eat sweets and chocolate? How many times? How many times a week?" So I had to put like every day. Fucking, I had to put like uh, no. I, I had to be like, I have chocolate like three times a day, like not just a week, like a day. Every meal has chocolate in it. Like, that's what I mean. literally wrote down 21. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you should say that because I went to the dentist the other day because uh, obviously why I'm not drinking now because I'm on antibiotics for my wisdom tooth. But it said, how many drinks a week do you have? And I really didn't know how to answer. I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, like last time I went to the dentist, it said units. And I was like, shit, now I've got to break this shit down. <laughs> like, how do I measure the units? <laughs> Yeah. Should, um, what was can, it? can I not just give it you in, gall- in gallons and liters? <laughs> <laughs> he said, do you, do you drink fizzy drinks and do you eat chocolate or sweets? Please elaborate. So I had to like explain how much Pepsi Max and chocolate I have every day. Like, <laughs> Pepsi Max count though, or does that just count for Did like- you walk into the dentist and he was surprised you had teeth? I think on Monday. Well, the last time I went to the dentist, right, they did the check. You know, like they just do a general checkup. And as I was leaving, she was like, "You know, you don't have to have chocolate every day." And I was like, "Okay, thanks for that." <laughs> you don't like it's a new. You don't like it's a new thing. I've known you for like seventeen years. So what you try to tell me is my teeth are shit. Is what you're trying to say. You should just say you don't check If she just looks at me up and down, and we're like. You shouldn't eat chocolate. Like, <laughs> you know, you don't need to eat chocolate every day. 
Like, oh, it's just, it's just like, one of those. She was saying it as like help. She was just cussing you. Put him out of his misery. Just under advisement. I will happily ignore it. Looks her up and down. Goes, bitch. You don't know me. I know it would have been weird if you looked her up and down and said the same thing. Push her around. Right back at you. It's like when you go to the doctors with a headache and they tell you to drop your pants. Like, like, I'm not a dentist, and like, I'm not a doctor. Why do you think I got the job at the hospital? <laughs> you should be really worried if your dentist tells you to drop your pants. <laughs> yeah. That's not normal. Well, wisdom oh, tooth hurts. Omer, oh, you haven't seen my dentist. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I drop my joke. pants there all the joke, time. Joke, joke, joke. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to get to the, the the serious topic of everything, and it's the it's the whole mental health. Now, uh, again, I say it all the time, and I've already said it on the show that the whole reason that this was designed to help with mental health. Now. Mental health comes in many different forms for all of us. And it has, you know, each of us, I won't say we all go through something, but we have been through certain things where we've had each other to rely on in the past. Now, it's one that I've, I've been looking into quite a fair bit and not we, you know, a lot of people don't open up about certain things. Now, I'm going to open up. Yes, shocker. Um, so without you guys, uh, Adam, you wasn't part of the team at the time. It's nice to have you on the team now, though. But when we first started this, it was something that I sort of kept quite quiet. And I think that, you know, if we open up, it will help with other people opening up and finding the advice that they need. Now, Omer knew this, Big Dave knew this, uh, Little Dave and Callum, I'm not sure if I really discussed it with everybody at the time. But when we first started this, I was going through sort of uh, male domestic abuse. I was being abused myself um, with uh, an ex-partner at the time. Not, not, the one I'm with now, everything's fine now. You know, it's good, it's good, it's good. Um, and obviously, it's a, it's a thing that's overlooked is the whole male domestic abuse thing as well. And obviously, I want to put it out there that anybody use, who is going through this sort of situation that, you know, they can always come to us. We've got the help. And, you know, we've we've been in touch with the people. We've been in touch with the charities and we will be promoting them on the end of the show as well. So make sure you tune in and listen to that because it will point you in the right direction for anything like that. Now, I don't want to lower the tone of the episode, which I've already done, and we want to bring it back up there and make it funny again. In your lives, have you found, you know, that your hobbies have helped you with mental health at all? Massively. Massively. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, Callum, you, you've uh, you've been putting quite a lot up on Instagram lately of you painting models and things like that for your, you know, the the Warhammer and things like that. And I believe you're looking at hopefully doing something in regards to that in the future. Now. What, you know, anybody that's looking for that as a hobby, you know, just a quick brief overview of what, what can the, uh, what can they do to sort of start something like that? The easy, easy, easiest thing to do quite literally is I mean, you can like quickest way, go on to go on games workshops website, literally look, look at the store finder, find, find your nearest store. And oh, well, in, the, in this case, that's not probably really going to happen very much, but when, yeah, when, <laughs> But you know you've got you've got the online store, so that still counts. It's like you can go. I've I've I spent many many an hour just browsing that. I mean, to be fair, I tend to I tend to go on Element Games more than anything now, just because I can actually get shit cheaper. But you know, yeah. that's not that's neither here nor there. But yeah, basically, it's either just quite literally, it's like go onto the website, 
going like go in store when like when they're open and the best thing to do is go in first first thing, first thing you think that looks cool just get it yeah don't it's like it's a whole simple thing of like don't don't bother thinking about about the wider, the wider aspect of it in the you know like don't worry about the whole it's like the whole game system side of it and all that and worrying about what like lo- what like your local meta is going to be or anything like that because a big a big part of the hobby for quite a lot of people is literally just the just the collecting building and painting side of it that's all they yeah. do they just, you just literally get them to put them together and paint just because you know that's what it is it's literally just go in just get, get anything or, or, just buy anything like, grab it paint it and um, Adam you raise your hand <laughs> yeah no it's just to uh, go with what Callum's saying um, my he's, he's not into it anymore but years ago my uh, my brother he suffers from ADHD and that's what he got into <clears throat> pardon me was um, painting all the Warhammer figures and he he got so succumbed by it like he ended up like creating like the huge scenes you know where you create like the little grass mountains and little trees everything and he had like he wasn't interested in playing the game at all it was purely just a decorative part and like having these this collection of um, little mini figurines to to have and stuff and that got him through quite quite a large chunk of school when he was struggling and stuff I've heard a lot of people doing these sorts of things. I mean, uh, little Dave, you use your music, um, which is great because you can hear Dave's new track, which is on the trailer for all our shows. Uh, which, uh, have you guys all heard the little trailer music? Little trailer music. Is that what we're calling it now? So we know little Dave did it. I don't think yeah. you told me. No, nah, I'm not. It was a joke, but still, it's just the whole little Dave thing. It's hilarious. It's because you're the youngest Dave in the group. Yeah. Obviously, we're just, we're just I, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen you in person for many years. So, what, what part of the body is little that they're referring to? <laughs> <laughs> his, his, his feet his feet <laughs> his hands it's my little help <laughs> it's my little help <laughs> when, it, when, when it comes to a, comes to certain, like, certain parts certain parts of being nasty to me it's not, it's not small we go for it's flaccid's more the word really <laughs> hey right I, I have it happened once it happened once I have people that are wrong <laughs> <laughs> to hear that story, tune into our Patreon. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm still pushing for a Patreon, guys. I'm still pushing for it. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I thought you were pushing for an OnlyFans. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. We're going to see Dave's last penis go on our OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Question is, which Dave? <laughs> <laughs> it's not mine mate I'm black <laughs> you make it black and white they won't know which one's which <laughs> you couldn't really play a game on you play a game Dave you still have a big one and be flaccid mate <laughs> you think that's my leg in there again tune in to our only fans for a game when mine's flaccid it's usually bigger than both white guys on that You've seen me walking around, yeah? Do you know that big long thing that's in my pants? Do you think that's my leg in there? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Off your ass? No, no, sorry. 
That's an episode for another time. <laughs> <laughs> We're going back to the only ones. No, yeah, the music, yeah, the music stuff. Uh, yeah, it's good. It, it does help a lot, like especially because I write lyrics as well. Yeah. Or anything you're feeling like, oh, I did it all like fucking, what was it, the first three months that we were doing the lockdown, obviously I wrote a song about the pandemic and then realised I'm not going to do anything with that because every fucker else did it, so it was like... Was nah. it called Dumb Ways to Die? Um, no, it was called Pandemic. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, so I, got, I scrapped that idea and then I actually wrote a song for my girlfriend, or it was a birthday in December. Uh, so like, No, no, because like, her mum read it and she was like, oh, I thought it was going to be one of them really pathetic oh, you have beautiful green eyes and all shit like that. It's like, no, no, I'm, I'm an actual, I actually write songs. <laughs> it's, it's uh, all, 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 all they did was just rip, like, rip off Tenacious D by fucking Bentley. It was actually... It was Callum's on form today. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and it was like, when you asked me to do that track for the... For the for the teasers and everything that like it was yeah. like I was able to do that in a day. Usually it takes a lot longer than that, but and it works. And if you know if you if you guys have heard the trailers, you'll see that this um, this new little track gives it that little bit of oomph that we need for the show. Um, I mean, what other hobbies have other people been doing? Omar, I believe you took up um, like making cocktails and things like that, some sort of cocktail experiments. Yeah, I've just well, been an alcoholic. <laughs> I, see, this is why it, it's a win-win situation. I have like a shitload of different alcohols at the moment, but like I've literally got a cocktail mixer, strainer, bar spoon, the whole lot. Even made simple syrups at home, which, considering Adam's worried about five chocolate bars a day, simple syrups just pure sugar. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all I've done is just like. In between, like, my breaks at work, which I just realized maybe I shouldn't say this on a recording. Yeah, maybe not. Oh, oh yeah, during like, break, I just get absolutely wankered. <laughs> making cocktails out of random stuff. And it's like, it's weird the stuff that you like that you always thought was disgusting. It's like, you think a martini is just something like, it's just alcohol. It's something to get pissed. But you can make it taste real good. Like I made is a that, pickle. Is that what you're on this? Is that what you're on this evening? A martini. I'm actually on a dry martini, but yes, I've been experimenting with different martinis today. I've like done like three different versions of Long Island iced tea, gin fizz. It's like anything I can think of. I've done mojitos just at home, and they taste great. Oh, I've, I've been doing mojitos. I gotta admit. Like the mojito is well good. Like, like when you make them at home, instead of like getting the pre-mixed or like bastard, oh yeah, yeah, like so set bad. to their own, you can change it to like fit your own taste buds. I remember the days when you should just go to a bar and order a beer. <laughs> I mean, I've still got a beer, a, a beer full of fridge, a fridge full of beer. But there is still one drink. How much have you been drinking all day? <laughs> Since there is still one o'clock. cocktail that needs to be patterned. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to those old jam jars. Damn jizz! <laughs> I don't I have do any not, cherry sours in I my still, house. I still do not know one person to this day who does not like Dave's jizz. Nutritious and delicious. Tasty! 
See, when oh, I made that at the bar, when I made that, when I used to work at a bar, when I made that, I didn't get fired on like when I worked at Subway for making the Tasty Dave sandwich. <laughs> and again, uh, we, 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 we won't make the, the episode on. We'll go around taste. bars handing out his jizz. <laughs> <laughs> so different. <laughs> Pretty sure we have been to Olders once before and gone, oh yeah, can we have some Dave jizz? And they just looked at you when he's over there. Subway, there's a bus coming in like, what is this, uh, what's this new Dave sauce? Like, <laughs> It's quite, it's quite salty and jam. <laughs> why is it jammy pink? and salty? Like. <laughs> why is it? Why is it thick and lumpy? Hey, it's man, got, don't do <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you were saying, Omar. <laughs> got a little sidetracked. <laughs> I'm now thinking I need to get all the ingredients and like. Make an elevated Dave Jizz. Don't make right. I want to turn it to make it lumpy as well. Like you can, I've seen yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking like, make it like frosty. You know, like a frosty, like shaved ice. Make it like a slushy, and it's perfect. The liqueur is like a thick cream. But it floats halfway. <laughs> that up. was it. Yeah, you put a liqueur inside, like a vodka or something, and it, and it, it like curdles. You yeah, you could do something similar with just an egg white. Put it in a, a dry <laughs> shake. Get that foam on top. <laughs> just <That's> special foam. <laughs> Never put oh, eggs. Special <laughs> lumpy <laughs> foam. <laughs> Dave Jizz. Do not put eggs in there, Dave Jizz. You'll end up with fucking babies, man. <laughs> <laughs> The recipe of Dave Jizz. Log on to our Facebook page now. <laughs> hey, nobody put my recipe on date on it. Yeah, we'll make a video. I'll take it. I copyright that shit. Glenn's gonna add it the same way um, KFC put the eleven herbs and spices up. Just pictures of them, <laughs> not the actual ingredients. Just a picture of different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do that one. You gotta guess what these liquids are. <laughs> Just put a shot of this, a shot of that, a shot of this, a picture of my penis. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the ingredient, you know. Well, Adam, I'll tell, tell you what, this is going to sound totally dirty, right? <laughs> but, um, I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm excited. When we, can, when we can actually all get together, I'll let you experience a bit of my Dave Jizz. It's a, it's a good drink. I'm going to be able to think about that until we... Uh, that would be... Northern Dreamers in a hot tub <laughs> with Dave Jits. <laughs> it's all country. <laughs> I can't wait to have a, a, a nice big gulp of uh, Dave Jits. Once you, once, once you go Dave Jits, you never go anywhere else. <laughs> I just thought we could get those algae balls where it's just this nice chewy ball. Like when you bite into it, Dave oh, Jits comes and in. You hang mouth. out the top of the glass. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> And go down. <laughs> oh, I've got Dave's jizz on my mind now. We were hitting 27% of female listeners. We've got none left now. <laughs> oh, no. That, like, Dave's jizz has balls. the female listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that, back, that Barry White. Right. If, we're going back to, if we're going back to being serious, I do have one question. Go on. What female listeners? In a wig. We have got a few, maybe like a handful. Wherever you are, thank you for listening. Have you all have you all completed your census? Because yeah. no, no. I've seen something. No, you're not meant to do it till tomorrow. 
Did it? I did it literally before I came on here. That was another reason why I was late. And one of them was, <laughs> do you? Do you? What was it? Do you identify yourself as binary, transgender, gender, blah blah blah? And I'm like, <laughs> are you are you the gender you were born with? Currently, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not a question. Really? <laughs> I have a more of a like a serious thing on that, or like no no joke type thing. Um, okay. So. I won't, serious, I, won't name, I won't. I won't name. I won't name the person because obviously I haven't. I haven't asked them if it's okay to say it. So it's it's a very like very close family member of mine. But um, essentially, when they were in school, like they, um, or was it school? It was when they went to college. Actually, it started to happen. Like they started like deteriorating, and we found out that they were trying to like self harm and wanted to basically commit. Well, we found out ultimately that they were, they were trying to commit suicide and stuff, which we didn't know. Turns out it's just because they were, uh, they didn't, they weren't happy with the sex that they were. Mm. So essentially, um, since then, so they were at the time, I, I'm going to say girl because they were under 18 at the time. So they were a girl. Now 18, uh, now they're over 18, 21 now, I think. So they've managed to. Um, <clears throat> have all the hormone replacement, finally had the surgery, like had the chest removed and everything. Um, he's now got more facial hair than me. He's like <laughs> so frustrating because I've been going this for, for, for months. I was like, motherfucker, you can grow a better beard. <laughs> yeah. I woke up like this. <laughs> I clean shaved yesterday. This, yeah. this is just this morning. <laughs> just born with it. Like I, I literally went round, like, because obviously it's been a while since I saw him. So when we went during the last lockdown, I went round. I was just like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> This is bullshit. Um, but anyway, my point is, um, in terms of like the transgender thing, like he he's gone through that. He now obviously there was a lot of family that kind of like basically wanted to disown him for a while. I think they've started to come around a little bit now. Um, but I mean, I was he, he didn't want to kind of like tell me because he thought I might react badly. But it's got nothing like it doesn't affect me in any way. Like I'm happy. Like however. He wants no. to be perceived, yeah. and how whatever makes him happy is fine with me. Like it's the same, um, like not to go, not trying not to go off on a tangent, but I feel like the same way about that as I do, like with religion. Like people can believe in whatever they want. I'll believe in what I feel. Like you can believe whatever you want. You don't have as long as you don't like force it onto me. Yeah, then yeah. that's absolutely fine. Um, and like he, uh, obviously, he can like tell us whatever he wants. if he doesn't want to if he decides he doesn't want to be a man now and he wants to be binary then absolutely fine if that's what he wants to uh, be known as like and that's what uh, he wants to be accepted as then like that's absolutely fine and as long as he's happy um and like he is happy now he's much happier he does talks he goes around uh, he was employed for a little bit going around the country and like talking to other people <coughs> that are in the same situation like helping them out and that type of thing um so there is some people, obviously, who are affected like badly in a way, and do need to go through that process, like to yeah to feel better. Like I know, obviously, we we laugh and joke and stuff, and we don't mean anything by it when we do laugh and joke. But there'll be yeah. people, maybe I'm not saying that this person would be offended, but like he might. Well, that's that's the whole point of like, this show is it's just to say to you, you know, you're not alone in this, no matter what you're going through, you know. Yeah, we laugh and joke, but we laugh and joke at our 
issues that we've had, you know, things that we've gone through ourselves. Because, I, I mean, as us as a group as our you know we're close friends you know our way of dealing with things is to laugh at it i mean the yeah. amount of times you know like uh big dave will say something to me you know like you know stickers between these two were oreos you know say something about the, you know <laughs> say something about you know fucking put the pork pie down glenn come on you're on the show um you know th- these are the sorts of jokes that we can make with each other now somebody's raised the hand was it omer it was omer first yeah Sorry, Omar. Oh, raised their hand. I can't see another Dave hand. Dave has raised his hand as well. Uh, okay. I was just going to keep it on the same note of like what you were saying, because I've been shocked recently about the amount of people I've spoke to, especially since lockdown, because everyone got the time to look in at themselves yeah. and sort of yeah. you know see who they really are, <laughs> what their lives were like before. But the amount of people that have come to me and said, hey, I actually considered suicide a while back. And like something you did or something someone else did sort of made the difference for me. And I, like we all know somebody that's been there, but you'd be shocked about the amount of people that don't mention it. But then you figure out later they've thought of it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a sad thing when people are thinking that because, you know, they've got no one to turn to. Now, I'm, I've said it and, I, and it's on our ad at the end of the show is that we are, all, you know, I'd rather listen to your problems and the things that are making you feel shit than be sat at your funeral. You know, at the end of the day, that's the whole reason we made this show is because, you know, we've, we've all gone through these different types of things. And again, you know, yeah, we laugh and joke about it, but that's our way of coping with it. But at the end of the day, I know I can turn this camera off and ring one of you guys and go mate i'm feeling fucking shit at the moment i feel awful you know this is happening this is happening and you know we've got each other to talk to you know obviously not everyone's got those friends to turn on you know to to speak to when you've got these issues you know sometimes it can be hard you know those charities are there there are people out there who do want to listen and yet you know again it is hard to speak to somebody you don't know now again well, it's, we, it's the it's hard to like for example that person it's hard for them to speak to people that they do know because yeah the reason yeah. why they didn't want to tell me is because some of the other family that found out obviously reacted negatively so they yeah. just assumed that i was going to act yeah negatively no, towards yeah, it, yeah yeah i got and that so then didn't want to talk <laughs> about it just <laughs> going off what you were saying adam um regarding certain people etc etc it's like I find myself only joking about things knowing that I have people in my life that I've spoke to about or that are close with me so I can find myself being able to joke about it because I can joke with them about it. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't, if I didn't know, say for example, if I, I, I don't mean again, I don't mean this, you know, to offend anyone as we say, but if I had a joke about being like, if someone was gay with someone or like, um, Again, you know, it could be transgender, but in a in a humorous way. I know it's not humorous, but it could be about whatever. All these topics, I actually know people, really close people, that have gone through these certain things that have come to me for advice or just to someone else to speak to through my whole life. So I always find that if I can have a joke about it, it's only because I can joke with them people. Do you know what I mean? If I had a joke about it with these people and they're not offended, no, I wouldn't just go willy-nilly and joke about it to someone I didn't know. It would only be with close people or people who do not find it offensive. For example, if I didn't know someone who was, like, homosexual or whatever, um, like one of my close mates, he's actually of race, a different race and homosexual, and he's had a very hard life when he was growing up. We're talking about Omar here, right? Yeah. 
Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's on. He's on the. I range. was meant to come out of that closet behind you, not on camera like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was a. He was. He was. He, he grew up. Oh, <laughs> maybe in the closet. <laughs> Oh, that's where I am right now. <laughs> for, 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 for where he is now, he, he's owned. He's owned it. Like he walks around like he, he. Like my nickname for him is actually Diva. He is my Diva. Do you know what I mean? So that's the kind of thing where you can banter and joke. But, yeah. But like you said, you wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily do it unless I knew people that was like that, and they were happy with you know to have it. Yeah. If that makes sense. I think that helps as well. And I think that's what, if anyone listens to the thing, that's what they kind of have to understand as well is like that you're not like anything that we say is like not aimed at them in general. Oh, it's like we've, yeah, we've said yeah. it like not- you might get offended. Like um, I think I wanted to say it in a previous episode, like we was, um, I think we've said like obviously in the 90s and stuff, um, people were less offended by everything. <laughs> I don't think it's because people were less offended. I just think it was because there wasn't the means for people to express their opinion like there is now yeah. obviously there's so many ways that you can do it now and people are protected like we call i know we there is the general expression of keyboard warrior because there is a lot of knobheads out there who just want to spread hate and spread their opinion in negative ways but there is people now who feel like they can actually tell you that they are offended by what has been said yeah uh, because they feel safe doing it via the keyboard i like and anonymously so like I think, like for example, th- did you see the thing with Friends where people, um, the, sh- the, the newest generation, like watched Friends for the first time and got absolutely outraged by uh, it? Try by, yeah. like, and it's absolutely. everything of it, like the lack of like yeah, it's sexist, it's like sexism, everything. Yeah. They just like slated the entire series. Yeah, but, there will have been people like. <laughs> that watched it at the same time that we watched it, who felt exactly the same way, but they just. They either had no way to express it, or if they did express it because of the time that it was, and it wasn't obviously it wasn't the right thing to do, but they were just shot down and told to shut the it fuck was, up. Yeah, it was brushed which off, is not, wasn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. So they weren't allowed to express themselves as well. So, like the the conception that um, oh, it, it, everyone was a bit tougher back then. It, I don't think it is like that. I think people were just more nobbish towards it. it, and like yeah, like people felt like they were allowed to tell you to shut the fuck up because there was no repercussions whereas now there is like there is social media people can record you doing and saying whatever um there's there's, there's proof now there's um there's Council a lot culture. more you are <laughs> cancel culture say? yeah yeah <laughs> like celebrities can't say anything it? either like yeah. if they say anything they're uh that's like um you know careers down the pan <laughs> yeah. but, um what was my point i've done that thing again where i forgot what my point was <laughs> do you know where you are right now <laughs> do you no. need help no I think it's like a Pepsi Max I need a little bit more to be honest um, do we need to like give it you on a drip <laughs> so, but no that was it yeah so like obviously we we joke about race I I, I know Dave uh, Big Dave very well like I've known him for a long time Omar I know you but I've, I've only I haven't seen you for a very long time and I've only met you a handful of times so, um, well, <laughs> but, um, for example, like we, 
um, if 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 I don't know about Omar, maybe um, if he has had a bad past, but we could have been joking and laughing about it, and Dave could be absolutely fine with the jokes because he knows that we're joking and he he doesn't mind. But say um, Omar didn't feel the same way. Yeah. Uh, he could get offended by what was said because of something that's happened to him previously, and he might not like necessarily find that thing funny. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is what causes the issue at the moment. Like, I know we have to be PC and we can't make everybody happy, and we try. You try your hardest, but you're going to offend somebody somewhere. Yeah. Um, and and that and that's why I've started to say at the start of the episodes is you know we say these things to each other. Because, I only use Omar as an example. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but that's I the wonder thing. why. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's the thing. Omar's <laughs> <laughs> offended now. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is like because I don't know him very well, I could say something that Dave yeah, would find funny, but Omar could Omar like, could find, find why I've said and, like because he doesn't know me as well and. Yeah, like I don't know what he's gone through in the past, so maybe something has happened in the past that would like. I went through the Hunger Games, so as long as that doesn't get bought up, I'm good. <laughs> Flashbacks, except for you just bringing it up then. <laughs> but that's the thing, and that's why I've started to say at the start of the shows now is we are friends, we can do this, and you know, I think that's the thing now with the whole again the can the cancel culture, the whole PC thing is that you feel like you can't say these things, and obviously. Don't say them to people you don't know. But, and I'm not saying we say it maliciously. We don't. We say it as a joke. And at the end of the day, we know it's funny. And again, if any of us didn't like what was said, as we've already mentioned, you know, we'd beep it out. We'd cut it completely. And then we'd take it off record and we'd talk about it separately in regards to anything that and was said. Kick them yeah. out of the room. And then kick them out of the room. Why do you think Stephen's gone? <laughs> Stephen's gone. That's the whole reason why he's gone. <laughs> What's the Steven? Exactly. And so, yeah, that's the whole thing is, you know, again, with the whole mental health thing, you know, we don't, we're not encouraging people to go out there and take them, you know, laugh at people who are trans, gay, or different color skin or anything like that. That's not anything we are not promoting at all. Now, in regards to that, you know, it's, forever changing you know this things are always going to change Omer could turn around to us tomorrow and say he's going to become a woman you know we still treat him exactly the same and i, I think that's the point is when these people I like come how out, you all target Omer as always the uh, i was just I, i'm sat here thinking like i could pull off the conchita look <laughs> <laughs> i was I'm like i've got a good i could I, I, have I, I, her hair in this in I, this I chat he's, been, voice, he's come though. out the closet i was thinking he's, um, like, uh, I'm changing his sex. Yeah. Changing sex. Yeah. I, I've, I've told him that he's offended like by everything that I've said. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. It may look a bit dodgy. I'm taking my belt off. Not because Omer's going to be coming out as a woman. I'm just... <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought you were going to say... I'm just as a woman and coming out of your closet. <laughs> <laughs> just uncomfortable. The, the funny thing is, he's still on the shave, so he'd keep the bird. That's what I was saying. Like, let's see the slash apex twins. Now, in regards to this episode, we have we are going to add something that's a little bit different, and we are adding a bit of an interview that we've done with an OnlyFans model. Uh, we are, well, I interviewed the OnlyFans model Jatta, uh, and that's next. So, on this week's episode, yes, we are trying something a little bit different. I have with me Jatta. Jatta is an OnlyFans model uh, who has agreed to do an interview with us. 
why you've decided to come on the other dreamers i'll never know but thank you so much our first question from the team is uh firstly you are an only fans model now how did this start was this something that you decided to do was it just a hobby to begin with take me through it so i was actually already doing a bit of glamour modeling and the babe shows you know like babe station oh, yeah 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 I was doing some of that and I was just getting a little bit fed up with it, really. Yeah. I was sort of like falling out of love with it. Um, because of those things, obviously, a lot of other people are in charge and in control. Yeah. Um, so when I saw people using OnlyFans, this was back when it first started in 2016. Yeah. I saw um, some of the other girls that I knew were on there and I was like, oh, what's this? So I signed up. Um, but it wasn't until about 2017 that I started really taking it seriously and making money on there. Um, before it was just little dribs and drabs. I didn't really yeah. know how to use the site properly. So, okay. So as you said there, uh, you were falling out of love with the work and you decided to take a different step. Now, in regards to that, was there a community to help you on your way or was it just something you jumped into head first? Not much planning just going off the knowledge that you already had? So um, I went to work at another channel and that was different space station, different one. Okay. And my friend there, she was telling me how she started making like a lot of money on there. And yeah. I was like, oh, mine's only made like, you know, like 20 pounds or something. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, how do you get people to like, how does it work? How do you get people to sign up? So she started telling me you need to post every day. You need to be promoting it all the time. Um, whenever you're on the phone to like a caller, maybe mention to them, oh, follow me on Twitter. And then when they follow you on the Twitter, they can see you're on OnlyFans. So yeah. so she sort of um, helped me at the beginning. But I would say now there's a lot, because there's so many more people doing it, there's yeah. a lot more like support groups out there, like group chats and creators like willing to help each other. Whereas before it was kind of, there wasn't really as many people to turn to. With OnlyFans now being absolutely massive, I'm guessing you have to compete with other people. Now, in regards to that, do you have like a friendly rivalry with people? Or are you just trying to make the best content you can make to bring people to your site? Yeah, I, I, I think I did think it was going to be like that, like harder when more people signed up. But I actually find um, that that brings more guys and a lot of the time they don't just sign up to one person mm -hmm. so with more people joining the site and there being more competition I feel like it has brought more fans yeah. so it's not like you're taking anyone else's fans because if they like this lady they might like you as well so I've seen on there that uh, a lot of people are advertising other people on there. So other models advertising other models and, you know, follow this person to get this amount of content and this and that and back and forth. Now, do you all agree with that together or is there a team where you can all speak together? Take me through that. Yeah. So there's um, different group chats. So there might be one for like smaller creators. They'll shout each other out and then medium, bigger ones. Um, so depending on how many fans you have, you, you would shout someone out with a, in a similar sort of fan, um, range to you. Yeah. But then also if you're newer or even, even if you've been doing it for a while, you can always like pay people with a lot more fans than you to give you a shout out. Yeah. So you can get the promo from them as well. So that's good. So I feel like most people do want to sort of help each other, like, but it is like a, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. It's not. Yeah. 
you know, like no one's going to give you a free shout out if you have yeah. a similar amount of fans or you don't want to pay kind of thing. Okay, so with a question from the team for you, how has having an OnlyFans page affected your life, not only your social life, but sort of like your work life, your day-to-day, you know, has it affected relationships, anything on that lines? I think when I, when I was doing like glamour stuff, I used to get, obviously I used to get comments and stuff anyway, and people starting on Facebook, like arguments. Um, <laughs> then when I started doing like the babe station that's when a few of my actual friends were like why are you doing this you're better than this like why would you do that and I was like I thought you're quite an open-minded person I was quite shocked that some people said that to me um so then when I went on to OnlyFans it's it sort of stayed with you know it's how much worse could it be so the people that didn't like it would still not like it now and Yeah. yeah so I do feel like it did impact some friendships because some people weren't willing to accept me doing this kind of work. Um, but then you think, well, are they the people you'd want around you anyway? Exactly. They're going to judge yeah. you for, for what you want to do. So behind the type of work you do, there is a very big stigma. I mean, um, sex worker at the moment, it, you know, people don't see it as a real job and things like that, whereas a lot of other people do. And, you know, it, it's hard to sort of find that balance. Now, in regards to that, how do you deal with the stigma behind everything? How has it affected you? I think in the past it used to bother me a lot more. Yeah. Um, but then, when I, and I used to get into arguments with people more and rise to it, whereas now I kind of think, well, they've sort of gone along life a certain way. They thought, oh, you know, you go to school, you do good grades in school, you go to uni, you get a good job, all those things. So they don't necessarily think, oh, that you could do these things. And that's why they say it was wrong, because it's not in that path that they're so, they've sort of been like conditioned to be in. Yeah. So I feel that, so when I look at it that way, I can see why they're a bit like, oh, and also I think a lot of it comes down to insecurity as well. Yeah. Like they're seeing that there's people out there that are confident in themselves and like their sexuality, and maybe they're not. So they want to sort of, you know, like throw stones to make themselves feel a bit better about how yeah. they're feeling inside. So when I think about that, like I think, oh, there's no point rising to it because there no one who's really happy with themselves and in life would would be like that, would start attracting yeah. people for no reason just because of their job. So yeah. So the whole reason we started the show was to do with our mental health, to help us out, uh, have our friends to talk to and things like that. Obviously we were all going through different things at the time of starting the show. Now how has doing what you do affected your mental health has it helped you uh has it been there when you needed it and is it that escape that you're looking for yeah that's a really interesting question so when I was younger when I was at school I was actually like bullied quite a lot um and like called like ugly every day or blonde bimbo blonde slag like all these names yeah and it was really weird because then when I turned 18 and started doing like the glamour kind of stuff I still had in my head oh you've been called like ugly every day for like yeah all these years now all of a sudden it's like oh can 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 we hire you to take photos 
So it's kind of like, a, it's like, what? You take, you take <laughs> a step back. To... You take a step back, don't you? You sort of, hang yeah. on a minute. I thought I was this, but you're telling me I'm something else. And I, I suppose now that you're doing your OnlyFans, you, you, uh, I suppose you get a lot of compliments now. And I mean, does that sort of help with your own uh, way of thinking as well? Or yeah. is it... You, do, you just sort of push him to one side and thinks he's having, you know, I know who I am. I like who I am. You don't have to tell me I'm, I am. It's, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's a, it is nice to have people sign up. They, they like you. They like the way you look. But yeah. it's also a, a lot of the people on there, they're quite nice to talk to as well. And it's like hearing about their life and um, they'll come on and like they'll check in on me most days. They are, oh, how are you today? What you've been up today? And it's, and then I'll do the same for them. And it's quite nice to get that sort of like little like connection, little friendship with yeah. some of the fans don't say anything. They'll just join and not message you at all. But yeah. there is a lot on there that do want that connection. Yeah. Um, so that is nice. And if they're feeling a bit sad, like especially over lockdown as well, I did, I did say to all my fans, like if you want to talk about anything like over lockdown, if you're feeling a bit down, you can always come on here and yeah. hopefully it'll brighten your day a bit. <laughs> like seeing some pictures and having a chat. Yeah. Another question from one of the members of the team. With lockdown hopefully coming to an end, have you got any plans? You know, what what can the, your fans expect to see in the future? You got anything lined up? So I, I did I did have like this little villa booked so I could go and uh, like shoot lots of pictures and lots of content. So I was quite disappointed that that got cancelled, but obviously I understand. Um, so when things open up again, it would be nice to go somewhere like that where I can just shoot loads of content that's different to just shooting in my house. So it would be like <laughs> outdoors in the pool um things like that so it was sort of like live in the page up a little bit because I feel yeah. like there's only so much you can shoot at home lockdown so you, sometimes you do feel a bit like oh I yeah do now <laughs> so I am looking forward to being able to to do that and also like hiring other other studios to shoot content in that I've got different sets so I can get different themes for the members because I just was a bit worried that they'd get a bit bored so yeah so this week's episode has been all about hobbies and that's what we're discussing. Now, what sort of hobbies do you have that are outside of your OnlyFans? You know, is it the traditional sort of things or is it something a bit different? So I really, really like animals and one day I'd love to have some land with some animal like rescues and yeah. some cats and dogs. So I ba basically over lockdown... I got back in touch with someone that I went to school with and their family actually has like an, a place with animals, some are rescues, some of their own kind of like pets yeah. and there's like snakes, lizards, um, meerkats, <laughs> so I started volunteering there okay. um, a couple of days a week and it's just it's been obviously it's been so nice just to get out of the house and do something but to actually be able to like interact and learn how to care for different types of animals that's been really fun so I know it's kind of like a job because you're going into work yeah but it is voluntary so I do see it as a hobby so it's, some, it's something fun basically yeah it is you fun. enjoy doing yeah yeah I mean, there is parts where obviously I have to clean up a lot of like, <laughs> So I do have to do that. It's not it's not all like just cuddles and stuff with like cute animals, but yeah, it's been it's been a learning experience. It's been really fun. So and yeah. hopefully being there will help me in the future if I want to have animals myself. 
So as you just said there, you enjoy volunteering. Now, obviously, it is technically a job. Now, how do you keep that life separate from your OnlyFans life? Now, can you partition it quite easily? And how do you go about that? You know, any tips, any hints that you can give us, uh, especially us as the hosts? Uh, separating our lives sometimes can be quite difficult. Sometimes I do struggle. I do get tired and come home and I know I've got like loads of things to do. Um, for the website and I'll just end up falling asleep on the sofa so <laughs> I do, <laughs> but I find like trying to get things done like trying waking up a bit earlier because I used to be like quite a night owl going to sleep quite yeah. late so I found like trying to get things done in the morning um, before everything else that's helped me and like writing out a list of things to do yeah. Um, and trying to stick to it it's really hard sometimes to have the self-discipline you know when you're working for yourself so there's not someone there shouting at you like you. Yeah. You should have finished this by now. So you've yeah. got a, you, yeah, you've got to learn self discipline. It can be a bit hard. Like yeah. obviously running a page, you want to update it every single day and be promoting yourself constantly, keeping on top of it. And sometimes it can be a bit too much, and sometimes you can feel like oh, burnt out yeah. as well. Yeah. So it can be hard to separate the two. Sometimes I'll be like there relaxing, watching a movie, but then I'm still answering messages. <laughs> so. <laughs> So in regards to everything you're doing at the moment, where did you see yourself growing up? You know, did you have a career in mind that you wanted to do? Uh, and how has that changed? Has it changed drastically for you? Are you still looking to do what you wanted to do growing up? I did always like animals. So in one way, I have been able to fulfill that. But I always, I always wanted to be like a fashion model as well yeah. or be a fashion designer. I was really into that. Um, but I'm not very tall, so... <laughs> So that wasn't really ever going to happen. So, um, yeah, so it was more sort of into that. Like, I, I just really like watching catwalks and Kate Moss. Like, I was just really, like, in awe of watching things like that. Um, so I think that's why when I was, like, old enough to do glamour, I was like, well, it's not fashion modelling, but... <laughs> it's, it's the next best thing. <laughs> yeah, it's the next best thing. So I guess I've managed to be able to do what I did want, What I, you know, apart from fashion yeah. designer. So I'm not going to keep you much longer. Um, first off, again, just want to say thank you so much for doing this. Now, the last question does come from a friend of my girlfriend's who has asked, how do you get into making an OnlyFans page and what advice can you give? I would say if she has a friend or she knows anyone that already does it, it would be good um, to use their referral link. Like you can refer yeah. users okay. and then it's, they get a percentage of OnlyFans cuts. So you don't lose out on any money. They take 5% from OnlyFans. And then they will they can help you and promote you on their page and they're getting a little something from it for putting all that effort and coaching into yeah. you. So it'd be good if, if you know someone who's already doing it um, to use their link or find someone who's popular on social media um, and ask for their link on my link. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> any, anyone's link who's been doing it for a while, who can yeah. steer you in the right direction. Then there's also um, group chats on Telegram. I don't know if that messaging yeah. app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of um, creators on OnlyFans on OnlyFans use that to message each other, support each other. There's shout out groups on there, and then there's also just like chat groups for support. Um, I would say like Twitter and Reddit are the best places to promote yourself um that are more safe for work like you could use tiktok but obviously if it's a little bit too obvious 
yeah. while you're on there, they can ban your page. So yeah, so, yeah. Be careful. so basically, be careful with what, where you post. Be, it. be careful where you're posting <laughs> it, but promote as often as you can. And um, if you wanted to just keep costs low at the start and not have to pay for loads of equipment, maybe take photos in natural light facing a window, um, things like that. So yeah. Um, and you need like obviously you need like the valid ID to sign off and all those things. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I would say reach out to other creators though and see if someone could take you under their wing. Jatta, thank you so much for being on this week's episode. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Now, guys, if you want to, you can follow Jatta on OnlyFans. Uh, we've posted the link on our page, and there will also be a link to her Twitter as well. So go and check her out. Uh, see what you think of her content give her a like follow her all the usual stuff and now it's back to this week's episode so i think today that's a great place to end it i just want to say thank you very much to the team and thank you very much for jatis for being on the show why you even agreed to be with us idiots i'll never know but on that note guys i just want to say thank you very much and remember if you are suffering with any issues and you do need help we are here listen to the end of the show there is help on the end of there and you can also check out our facebook pages and everything but for now I have been Glenn, I've been your host, he's been Adam, he's been Big Dave, he's been Omer, he's been Callum, he's been Little Dave. I remember, you can catch us on all the usual places, on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcast from. I remember to tune in next time. you for tuning in to this week's episode we've had a great time now before we do let you go just want to say for anyone out there who is struggling with mental health issues or anything and you just need somebody to talk to we understand we're in the middle of a pandemic you can contact us on all our socials we are available to speak to and if you do need help we will point you in the right direction We've recently teamed up with MailVoice.com. Yes, MailVoice.com is a charity which recognises and values the lived experience of males who have experienced or are experiencing eating and exercise related difficulties associated with comorbid conditions. So mental health comes in many different forms. Remember, there is always help out there and you are not alone. We are here for you speak to us speak to your friends i did and that's why i made this show is to make it a point out there to everybody whether you be male female trans anything like that we are here so thank you very much for tuning in and remember you need to talk come to the northern dreamers mm-hmm.